Welcome back to another edition of Hipster Baseball Podcast, HBP number 103. I'm Dorian, and on today's podcast, we play video games with the Miami Marlins. Applaud the Arizona Diamondbacks hiring the second female manager, but ask, why isn't it a bigger deal? And we start a neighborhood watch because Major League Baseball is smoking the devil's lettuce. But first, before you go off to do your blazing away, we're going to have a drink from a good American local brewery. In my hand, I have a beer called La Original. La Original? That's what they kept calling it at the brewery. I'm like, why are you saying it La Original? Anyways, La Original, which means the original. It's an amber lager from from a place called Cerveceria La Tropical. In Miami, Florida, Cerveceria La Tropical means the tropical brewery. Obviously, it's in Miami, Florida. It's in the Wynwood District where all the cool people are, I guess. It's, it's a lovely, lovely beer for a hot place. And this beer from the Wynwood District, from La Cerveceria Tropical, makes me want to think, makes me want to think, makes me want to talk about baseball in Miami. I want to talk about the baseball programs at Florida International University, at the University of Miami. What about the Miami Marlins? Man, please, what about the Marlins? I'm going to talk about FIU. Hold on, man. Listen, you know me. I'm always pounding the table for everyone to go watch college baseball, minor league baseball, major league baseball, baseball in Latin America, in Asia. The FIU college baseball season starts on the 17th of February. They're playing against George Mason University in Miami. Obviously, who the heck wants to go to the Mid-Atlantic to play baseball in the middle of March or February, I mean. (laughs) And what I love is all these really good college baseball teams. It's so cheap to to go watch them. I mean, the season tickets for FIU start at $40. It's crazy. Over in Coral Gables with the University of Miami, they start their college baseball season same time, Friday, the 17th of February against Penn State, obviously in Coral Gables. Who the heck is going to go play baseball in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, in the middle of February? At UM, the season tickets start at $175. And as you know, our last guest was from L- the LSU College Baseball. Their season starts on the 17th of February. So cheers to college baseball coming up in basically two weeks. All right, you asked me about the Marlins. I'll talk about the Marlins. I actually wondered why is there why was there some kind of rumor that they were going to sign Yuli Gurriel, the former Houston Astros first baseman. Yuli Gurriel is 38 years young, and let's not forget that the Marlins they also were rumored to try to they were rumored that they were going to try to sign the former New York Yankees reliever Aroldis Chapman. Ultimately, Chapman signed with the Kansas City Royals on a one year, three point seven five million dollar contract. Yuli, Yuli Guriel is still a free agent. Apparently, the Marlins have pumped the brakes. It's like saying, you know what? We don't, we're really not going to go after Guriel and try to sign him. Obviously, they aren't. I understand people have to have jobs. They got to report about stuff. But why do we even waste ink on the Miami Marlins? Right now, the Marlins payroll is $76 million. If you have that in your bank account, you're awesome. But this is not imaginary payroll. It's not imaginary bank accounts here. This is baseball. Last year, Guriel had a $7 million salary. And Aroldis Chapman, he had a $16 million salary last year. 
So potentially to sign two players, the Marlins were really going to spend $20 million when their whole team payroll is $76 million. Man, get out of here. Like, are you are you serious? Like, come on. Like, why are we just... <sighs> Marlins, man, I've always said it. That's a joke, joke franchise. Anyways, Chapman, he actually signed for $3.7 million. And you know what? The Marlins could have paid him $3.7 million. I, I believe that. Because... <laughs> By the way, you know the league average payroll in Major League Baseball right now? $142 million. Basically, basically twice as much as where the Marlins are spending right now. <laughs> A joke. Get out of here. Let's not talk about the Marlins. Going back to baseball in Miami, you know what these college kids love doing besides uh, doing some slightly illegal stuff and partying and all this other stuff? College kids love playing video games. It's incredible. Every and not not just college kids. I, I I can't believe that most everyone plays some kind of video game, streaming game, whatever. And the surprising thing is, who's on the cover of the newest Major League MLB The Show 2023 video game? But the Miami Marlins, former second baseman, now he's playing center field, Jazz Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm is an exciting player he's from the bahamas which is awesome and now he's on the cover of mlb the show 2023 i'm not going to play the game but if you are i think it's pretty cool that they have jazz chisholm from a crappy team but an exciting player it's not it's not his fault they're crappy believe me <laughs> this isn't basketball this is baseball one player can only make so much impact and after this great honor that chisholm is now the cover man the cover boy the cover player of this video game he said quote Baseball has been in a culture war for the last couple of years. And I feel like this this will be the way to show them that the culture is different now. End quote. The last time I played a video uh the last time I played a baseball video game, it was called Little League Baseball Championship Series for the Nintendo NES. This game came out, it was a cartridge game. This came out, this game came out in 1990. I remember I would always play as Team Texas. And I won countless championships. In my mind, I am in the Hall of Fame of Little League Baseball video games. <laughs> but forget forget about the Nintendo NES and Little League, Little League Baseball. What I don't understand is so many articles that you read and news snippets you see about MLB The Show 2023 and talking about Jazz Chisholm. People are complaining that. He is the least accomplished player ever to grace the cover of a video game. Like, okay, maybe that's true, but who cares? Baseball is trying to market itself. It's not even baseball. It's whoever the heck makes MLB the show 2023. I don't know, whatever company makes it. They're like, we want a guy from the Bahamas who dyes his hair purple and blue. Who's exciting? Who jumps? Who has a smile? Who has fun playing the game? And that's going to connect with younger people in Miami and outside of Miami. All these people that are complaining about Jazz Chisholm is like, oh, they could have had Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge and whoever. You guys sound like that character from The Simpsons, the, the comic book guy. <laughs> the, well, I, I can't even do his voice. I'm, I see his face. I, I'm trying to remember some line he, he says. But whatever. You know, the, the one of the arch nemesis, one of the many arch nemesis of Bart Simpson in The Simpsons 
the comic book guy who has a ponytail, works in a comic book store. Oh, Lord. Anyway, so stop being a bunch of sour pusses. Drink your delicious beer from Miami, from Texas, from Mexico, from Mars, wherever the heck you're drinking. Maybe you're drinking tea. I don't know. But here's but here's what I actually am interested in. Jazz Chisholm, he's going to play for Great Britain at the World Baseball Classic in March, like next month. And Great Britain is in the pool of teams that is going to play in Phoenix, Arizona. And for those of you who don't know, the World Baseball Classic is the World Cup, but for baseball. And you're asking, how in the world is Jazz Chisholm playing for Great Britain if homeboy is from the Bahamas? But this is where beautiful history comes in. And some of the history is not so beautiful. But the Bahamas used to be a colony of the British Empire. And now the Bahamas is still part of, it's not part of the empire anymore. They actually gained their independence in like in 1971, I want to say, sometime in the 1970s. They took their sweet time <laughs> getting independence. Uh, the Bahamas is part of the Commonwealth of Nations. Nevertheless, that's the reason why Jazz Chisholm is eligible to play for Great Britain. And I think it's actually pretty cool that he is going to play for the Team GB, as they call it. I'm definitely going to watch the World Baseball Classic. I am so excited. I'm sure you guys are tired of me talking about the World Baseball Classic for so long. It starts on the 8th of March. It's going to be on Fox Sports, FS1, FS2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 10 to the 12th power. None of this stuff is sponsored, people. I'm just really excited about the World Baseball Classic. College baseball, when does it start? Class, it starts the 17th of February. When does the World Baseball Classic start? The 8th of March. We got plenty of things to do, and we can still enjoy the weather and our drinks because this delicious amber lager i have is i'm going to post it on twitter and our instagram account follow it if you want if you don't want no big deal just had another drink you know what's a big deal the second female manager in minor league history ever ronnie gajonik i hope i pronounce that right she has a very i don't know if it's like polish some of these names i cannot pronounce i think it's eastern european ronnie gajonik She's with the Arizona Diamondbacks system, and she was named a few weeks ago as the as the manager of the High A Hillsboro Hops in Oregon. You know what really bothered me? You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> I always fall back to that line. ESPN didn't give a shh about Ronnie Joe Nick. The more often I pronounce her name, the better it's going to get. At least that's what I'm telling myself. There was no massive write-up in The Athletic. There was no news on Good Morning America. I, honestly, I have no idea. Who the heck even watches? I, what is the concept of watching television in the morning? Who wakes up and says, I'm going to go into the living room, and the first thing I do is turn on the television? Like, what kind of psycho are you that the first thing you do when you wake up is turn on Good Morning America, Good Morning ABC, uh, Happy Coffee Break, Atlanta, like whatever. That's insane. Anyways, what are we talking about? We're talking about Ronnie Gajonik. If last year, last year, Rachel Balkovich became the very first female manager in all of professional baseball when she was named the manager of the Low A Tampa Tarpons, part of the New York Yankees organization. Oh my God. The world stopped when Rachel Balkovich was named. 
interviews all over the place. Every podcast, news article, they were doing murals at whatever. Right? Why? Because she's with the New York Yankees. However, but Miss or Mrs. She's actually married. Mrs. Gojo Nick. Let's just call her Ronnie. I'm, I'm going to give up on that Eastern European name. God forbid. I, I I don't I don't speak any Eastern European language. Ronnie's with the with the unsexy Arizona Diamondbacks organization. She actually has a higher position than Rachel does over at the Tampa Tarpons. By the way, I think it's fantastic that the best person gets the job. I've said this last year when Rachel Balkovich was named the first female manager. That's amazing. And I think that Ronnie being another female manager is fantastic. But it, it, it just, it really bothered me that you go on ESPN and it was like one of like a million baseball articles in like the middle of the page. I didn't hear anybody else talk about that. Not any, I don't want to say that it wasn't covered. It just wasn't covered to the degree where it should be. I do want to take my hat off to another podcast, MLB Pipeline. They actually interviewed her, I think, like a week or two ago. So if you want to go hear her story, go go over there. But I'm just saying I'm annoyed that it's not a bigger thing. But I do want to look. Who cares about my feelings, right? Because I'm here drinking. I do want to say Ronnie, she grew up in Florida. So you know she has she has a special place in my heart. I think she's uh, from, she's from Tampa. And I really hope that when she grew up, she wasn't a Marlins fan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when uh, when she was interviewed, Ronnie said, quote, the, vis- the visibility aspect of it is huge because, again, it's showing little girls and showing women that we're breaking the glass ceiling and we're leaving bread- breadcrumbs for everybody behind us, for us just to keep adding on to it to see how far we go, end quote. Another cheers, another drink for Ronnie. Two years ago, in 2021, she was the video coordinator for the Hops. She's 29 years old. I'm speechless. And I love that not only does she have a pretty big, important job, she's going to have important players to help mold with the, what is it? What's the team? The Hillsboro Hops. She's already going to be working with the outfield. With By the way, the Diamondbacks minor league prospect players are super exciting. They're super stacked. She's already going to work with outfielder Wilfred Patino, who's a Venezuelan young star in the making, hopefully, fingers crossed. And also, they have a Taiwanese left-handed pitcher by the name of Yu Min Lin, who, after he's going to be promoted from low A to high A, she's going to work with him as well. So I'm ex- I, I, I went over this. I remember talking about the Diamondbacks back in episode 89. We were talking about all that stuff. But I do want to say this, the Hillsboro hops, do you know that the hop is actually a plant that brewers add to beer? And that made me, that's making me think, shouldn't the Hillsboro hops be my favorite minor league team? Because basically they're the beer team of all of minor league. <laughs> Their logo is a, is a green hop plant. But here's the reason why they're not going to be my favorite team. First off, they they should be. They have a female manager. They have an exciting a bunch of exciting players coming through, and and it probably next year Drew Jones, who's one of the absolute top prospects, son of Andrew Jones, he's going to be on the Hillsboro Hops. I don't like I don't like hops. I can't stand hops. I don't know if you've been following. I never ever drink IPAs. I can't stand IPAs because they're super hoppy. They're super. Ugh, I can't stand it. I I need beers with 
who are that are much less hops. Anyways, that's just thank you for coming to my TED talk. Like we're, we're we're all over the place here. We're talking about college baseball in Miami, minor league baseball in Hillsboro, Oregon. Back to the Diamondbacks. This is gonna be one of the most, I think, one of the most exciting organizations in America. No, in Major League Baseball. Last year, I talked about Merrill Kelly, their pitcher, uh, their star out, their star young outfielders. I talked about Drew Jones, and you know what? The Diamondbacks pitcher Merrill Kelly. He's on the United States roster for the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> Can you stop it already? <laughs> I, I can't help it. I can't help it. The U.S. is going to be in the same group as Great Britain out in Phoenix. Stop me if you heard this because I'm telling you, you haven't heard it. Who else might play for Great Britain? We already said that Jazz Chisholm is playing. There's an outside chance that if tall, strong, left-handed relief pitcher by the name of Aroldis Chapman, who signed with the, with the Kansas City Royals, might play for Great Britain. Wait, wait, wait. How in the heck is some Cuban pitcher going to play for Great Britain? By the way, Britain may have colonized the entire world, 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 but they actually never colonized Cuba. That was Spain. Because this is where history comes in. Apparently, Aroldis Chapman's grandparents fled Jamaica when the island of Jamaica was still a British colony. And so they went to Cuba. But so therefore he has, I don't want to say British ancestry, but he has a British connection through his grandparents who were Jamaican. And so that very stretch connection actually makes Aroldis Chapman eligible to play for Great Britain. So... Another reason for you ex-New York Yankees fan, or ex, excuse me, New York Yankees fan and now Kansas City Royals fan and Cuban fans to watch Great Britain at the World Baseball Classic because maybe Aroldis Chapman might play for Great Britain. Jazz Chisholm is already playing for them. This is, uh, I, I think it's hilarious because at the end of the day, I think every single person on earth could have some kind of crazy connection to play for Great Britain at in baseball, in Soccer, football, in hand, bad, matten. I don't know. I'm just making up names now. Ping pong. <laughs> Cheers to the British being ingenious in trying to recruit anyone and anybody who even speaks English to potentially play for their baseball team. My last thought for Ronnie and the Hillsborough Hops is, when is the first woman going to be named as the manager in Major League Baseball? I think it's going to probably happen sometime later this decade in the 2020s. But I think that the first sport, the professional sport in North America that will have a first manager slash head coach, whatever you want to call it, is going to be the National Basketball Association. I think some team in the NBA, I mean, very soon. I, I, I genuinely think that within the next two years, there will be a female head coach in the NBA. I don't know what team. I don't know who she will be. But I think the NBA is going to be the one that start that uh, starts that. And you know what? Women's Month is in March, the same month as, don't say it, the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> Look, we're always, we love drinking on this podcast. I'm always telling people, I'm always telling everyone to go buy tickets to this sport and this team and this league and whatever. But at the same time, spending all this money means we need to save in other places. And what's better than to save money and have our house look good? This 
is where this week's show sponsor comes in. Fingers Furniture. Fingers February store-wide clearance sale is going on now. Save up to 50% and more on millions of dollars of fine home furnishings. From America's foremost manufacturers, thousands of items will be sold at cost and below. Everywhere you turn, sensational reductions will be plainly tagged on floor samples. Special factory purchases and more. Financial purchase with one of Finger's many flexible credit plans. Finger's store-wide February clearance sale. One week only at all Finger's store. Cheers to Finger's furniture. I actually need to buy a new couch. I've been having a lot of complaints <laughs> from people that my couch is uncomfortable. I'm not to say that that's not to say that if you sit on my couch, like some spring is going to come up and like, uh, you know, pinch your butt or something like that. But they've been telling me it's uncomfortable. It looks nice, but I think this is the time to take advantage of this sale over at Fingers Furniture. You know what a lot of people do on the couch? Watch sports, watch your favorite streaming service. Some people also like to watch a movie. And that's what I did over over the over the over the Christmas break, I actually watched the 2012 film The Watch, and that's a movie. It's an underrated movie, by the way, guys. If you want a good comedy, like a legitimately good comedy movie to watch, <laughs> it's The Watch. It stars Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill, and Richard Ayode, who's a really funny com- uh, British comedian. And that made me think. I'm at the top of the show. I said we're going to start a neighborhood watch. Because you know what? Major League Baseball now has its very first cannabis sponsor, Charlotte's Web. They're going to be the the official, or I don't know about to say the official, but they're going to be a cannabis sponsor of MLB until 2025. That just blew my mind. That cannabis. It's a very elegant name now. Everyone is all about cannabis. And I'm like, what the heck? I mean, you know, growing up, you're like, cannabis? You're talking about weed? Talking about the devil's lettuce, reefer madness, that amazing 1930s hilarious movie, Mary Jane. Rick James sang about Mary Jane. I mean, that, that, the ganja, or you want to be super 70s with, uh, with, with your sideburns and stuff and your big Farrah Fawcett hair, grass, pot. By the way, do you know, no one calls marijuana or excuse me, cannabis. No one calls marijuana. <laughs> no one calls cannabis pot anymore why is that nobody uses it anymore anyways back to major league baseball and charlotte's web they actually have a deal where charlotte web paid a fee or a sponsorship fee to major league baseball but major league baseball they're no dummies they are businessmen and business women they're also taking a cut of the revenue share it almost reminds me of these actors like tom cruise they're like yeah pay me let's say 20 million dollars but I'm also going to be getting a cut from penny one on revenue. By the way, sidetrack to business. Never, ever, ever take a deal where they tell you we'll split the profits. Never, ever do that. You always get paid on revenue, never profit. Because in accounting, any good accountant can make up so many expenses where on paper, it looks like the business has made absolutely no money. You always want a deal signed with your own lawyer looking at it that you're taking your money from penny one of revenue, never profit. So that's why Major League Baseball has 
a commissioner, Rob Manfred, who was a corporate attorney. He wasn't a corporate attorney, excuse me. He was labor. He's he was or is a labor negotiation lawyer, and so obviously he has a network with the very best law firms in the East Coast: New York City, Boston, Washington D.C., etc. Their cut is revenue, not profit sharing. Revenue sharing. All right, back to back to HBP. So Major League Baseball is also apply, uh, they're also purchasing a small stake to be part owners of the the Charlotte of Charlotte's Web. I don't know whatever, and they're and they're no dummies because apparently last year or, or two years ago, four point seven billion dollars of cannabis was sold in the United States of America. Of course, that's the official number. We all know that it's probably much higher than four point seven billion dollars. <laughs> And here's the thing. I mean, it's just all when corporations are coming in, have come into the cannabis business. I mean, it's it's over. Charlotte Webb, one of their new products is uh, is a Major League Baseball branded product. I, and I'm thinking if Charlotte Webb doesn't come out with some I don't I, I, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I do not smoke the devil's lettuce. I don't smoke cannabis. I don't smell smoke pot. But if you do, good for you. I, I frankly don't care. I love to drink. I mean, in moderation, of course. But that being said, if can if uh, cannabis, if Charlotte's Web doesn't come out with some kind of strain or I don't I don't know what you call that. I don't, I don't smoke. Uh, whatever, some kind of oil that's that's branded as high and inside. I mean, <laughs> it's right there, people. Charlotte's Web, it's right there, high and inside. Pop up. That wasn't actually a good one. Anyways. You come up with your own specially Major League Baseball brand. It has to have some kind of high and inside type of deal. They have to do it. They're coming out with their new brands. They're coming out with uh, oils, CB, uh, gummies, sprays. It's Major League Baseball is going to make so much money. And you know who's not going to be earning any of it? The players. They don't earn any of this offseason stuff. It's insane. I'm going to have a drink. And you know... A man by the name of Noah Noah Garden, he's the Major League Baseball chief revenue officer. He's when they actually signed the deal with Charlotte's Web, he said, "quote Charlotte Web's products, which receive the NSF certified for sport designation, have met the highest safety standards and can be promoted across MLB events and media platforms. We are excited about the possibilities this partnership offers as CBD becomes a more widely adopted part." of the health and wellness regime of our players and fans, end quote. Yeah, okay, Mr. Noah Garden. Yeah, okay. The only thing you care about is selling CBD. It just blows my mind that Major League Baseball is in the business of selling a substance one drug. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, NS NSF means that the a, a cannabis product that's NSF certified means that it has no THS, THC, or other banned substances. I guess THC is the one that makes you high. I don't know. You probably know about no more about this than I do. But at the same time, they had to throw in that whole NSF thing to look to not look like hypocrites. And they 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 actually laid the groundwork years before, way back in the off season, back in December of 2019. Not way back. I mean, that's like what three years ago. In December 2019, Major League Baseball removed the devil's lettuce. They removed Mary Jane. They removed cannabis from the list of banned substances. And they said that they would treat 
reefer madness cannabis the same way they would use they would treat uh, alcohol use so major league baseball was like they see the green they don't see the green cannabis plant or the the green hop plant <laughs> hops have nothing to do with cannabis by the way it's just green major league baseball saw the green american dollars what they saw I was going to say the, the Canadian dollar, but I actually don't remember what the color of the Canadian dollar is. I should. I haven't been there in a few years, but I have to return. Anyways, having another drink. Major League Baseball is to make so much money from all of the, the, from the gambling licenses that they've signed. The, all, a lot of the Major League Baseball teams are now basically just, they're just real estate companies. Because around their, around their stadiums, and I've said this before, the Chicago Cubs in Wrigley Field, the Atlanta Braves in, uh, what is it, the Truist Park, they're building, they've built hotels, gambling dens, bars, restaurants, whatever you want. And so they're like, they're, they're more like, we make more money off of our real estate investments than we do in the actual selling hot dogs and $31 beers. Man, what a time, what a time to be a Major League Baseball owner. By the way, do you know do you know that the, there's only one team that you can actually buy in the stock market shares in and that's the Atlanta Braves because even though technically the Atlanta Braves are owned by Liberty Media, Liberty Media owns Formula 1, they own the uh, Live Nation, Ticketmaster, they're all in that hoopla with Taylor Swift and they also and Liberty Media also owns the Atlanta Braves. And there's a tracking stock you can buy because eventually, in I think three years, the plan is to sell the Atlanta Braves. And I have actually bought a handful of stocks for the Atlanta Braves. Not because I plan on taking over the Atlanta Braves. Believe me, if I had the money, I would. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, it's my mind. I'm like, I own point infinity zeros one percent of the Atlanta Braves. So am I going to get any of that gambling real estate money? Probably not. But I can still say that I own one fingernail or half of a fingernail of the whole Atlanta of the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> By the way, last couple of things on this cannabis deal that Major League Baseball has, they're they're going to be branded and prominently displayed at big baseball events like postseason games, the World Series, the All Star Game, the Home Run Derby. Can you imagine <laughs> someone on? Fox or ESPN or whatever channel is showing the home run derby saying this home run is powered by weed. I'm sorry. This home run is powered by cannabis. It, if you were able to go to the time machine and go back to the, like the 1970s, some player with long sideburns and they're just in the batter's box and they're taking a hit of that ganja and then they go up to the plate and hit a double off of Charlie Huff. <laughs> <laughs> what a freaking time that we're living in can you imagine if you had gone back 10 years ago 10 years ago and said do you know you know that major league baseball is going to be in the business of selling weed you would have you would have just said you are a stupid person get out of my face <laughs> major league baseball now owns partially a cannabis company and it's i find it incredible i am not here to judge i again i don't care I think it's just incredibly entertaining and funny. That being said, I want to thank you for joining us this week. I know it's a solo episode, but I I had fun. 
And I also want to thank some new listeners from Nanuit, New York, Jonestown, I guess Colorado. I have absolutely no idea. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Riverview, Florida, the rural England, not rural, the rural England. It's a beautiful little place. And some place called Quang Ngai, Vietnam. <laughs> I actually tried to get the HPP bullpen to help me out. You know, they they usually help me out with pronunciation with when I cannot pronounce certain words. Even the HPP bullpen had no idea how to pronounce this city or town in Vietnam. It's Quang, Quang, Ngai, Ngai. Nevertheless, I don't know how to pronounce you, but I do, I do know how to say thank you. And I want to thank all of our loyal listeners. Thanks for listening. Let's get together next time for a brand new episode of HPP, Hipster Baseball Podcast. Bye.